Hi everyone, this is Jack and thanks for tuning in and downloading today's episode. As we embrace 2021, Monica and I just wanted to say thank you for all your continued support and great feedback. Please don't forget to sign up for our mastermind group at visualwow.com slash mastermind. The content continues to grow. You can often catch live events as well as sign up for online portfolio reviews with either Monica or myself. Again, thanks for all your support. And now on with today's episode. Next up on Visual Wow. My clients are real people. They're not experienced models. And I really love having that every single time everyone is different. And so I I get to work with them in a different way and present them in a way that makes them look like pros. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman, and special guest, Samira Hurley of Actionista Live. Welcome back, Visual Community. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, and once again, back with Samara Hurley from Actionista Live, Scottsdale, Arizona. And joining us this evening, an even more evening where they are dialing in from Milan, Italy, Aisha Khan and Federico Alessandro Galli, two incredible photographers, one on the corporate side, one on the social side of the industry. To everybody, welcome to the Visual Podcast. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for having me as your co-host again. See how I named myself your co-host? I did notice that, and there was never any question in anybody's mind when you were on board that you were going to grab the microphone and run with it. And uh, Fetty, to you and to Aisha, uh, welcome all the way from uh, Lockdown Milan, Italy. This is very cool. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We have had guests chime in from the Philippines. We have had guests come from Japan. You are our first guest coming all the way from Italy. Um, We as Americans know that Italy was one of the first and hardest hit countries during the global pandemic. And things were, uh, as we know, as locked down as lockdown could be. Can you give the the listening audience a little bit of background about what it was really like there in Italy? Yeah, so in uh, February, if I don't remember wrong, um, they had a very strict uh, lockdown where everybody was, let's say, you have a job and you have a, everybody was forced to stay in, in the house. And that was the first, I think, for a month or almost 50 days. But after that, even during the, the summer, they they keep some restriction for events and that really affect some business which were like uh, musician events photographer videographer everybody works in uh, this kind of uh, events were hitting really hard because we were not allowed to shoot wedding at all at all our understanding from the u.s is that you in many situations you were not even allowed to be leaving your home unless it was for food or medical attention is that correct yeah in the first lockdown yes we were not only for like to go out to buy food or to go to buy medicine or you need to auto certificate yourself and in case police uh, stop you you need to give them this uh, certificate and after a month or two, they, they were checking what the information you give. And the risk was to get a very, very, like 2000 and something fine. 
Wow. So, uh, wow. You know, to Americans, it is, um, even though we have a, a pretty interesting international audience now for the Visual Out podcast, um, the, the listening audience, when you hear something from the authenticity of somebody who has lived through what Italy has gone through, at least for me personally, it's really remarkable that that it's 2020 and we're all going through this, but you seem like it was really hit the hardest there in Italy. So glad you've made it this far, and we hope that someday we can all be talking about the joyous events that we were doing uh, in, in the entire world, uh, Italy especially, for the future. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Aisha, you are not an Italian native based on your accent. Uh, and my understanding is that you and Samara have a deep-rooted relationship of yesteryear that originated in Houston. Did I get that right? That's right, yeah. All and right, Samara. We in Venezuelan, my sexy Venezuelan beautiful bestie. Wow. Uh, Having a Peruvian wife and being of Cuban descent myself, we got Venezuelan in the mix. You never know what's going to happen here, but I'm sure we can all argue about how to make black beans and rice. So that all being said, uh, Samara, let's talk about your friend and this wonderful couple in Italy that have beamed their way all the way to the United States to be on our show. Well, Aisha, I actually have one question for you because I know that you have been published in your events, your photography of weddings especially, have been featured in many publications, including top wedding magazines in the Houston area, but also in Vogue Australia, you won the world's best wedding photography award. So how did that come about? I know, right? And what's funny is that I haven't announced that It just happened a few weeks ago and I'm just terrible with social media. But yeah, I had a client that was like, hey, you should, you know, enter this contest. Um, Some of the judges are the same people that do like the Kim Kardashian show or something. And I was like, "Okay, I'll enter a few photos. And next thing, like, turns out I won and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So that's pretty cool. And then Vogue, uh, another nice surprise was Vogue Australia. Um, the bride, I guess, like entered the photos and then she just like emailed me and it'd been like, it's been over a year since her wedding. And she messaged me like photos of the magazine. And I was like, oh, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> Vogue is, <laughs> Australia is awesome. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to need to go to Australia just to see it in person. So we'll have to add that on our next girls trip. So a little bit about Aisha and I. We've been friends for, I don't even know how many years it's been. We both were active uh, in NACE in Houston, which is National Association of Catering and Events. So we were acquaintances really more than anything for a while there. And then one of our best friends, Kat Creech from Kat Creech Events in Houston, Texas. She would hire me on. We collaborated. I did a lot of the bar and bat mitzvahs and birthday parties and house parties. And Kat was a big wedding planner. And so she'd hire me on to be her assistant. I'd have her sometimes bartending in a backyard at someone's birth kid's birthday party. (laughs) So we just, we had fun with that. It was nice taking orders from one of our friends and not having to stress over the event for the night. Um, And we knew we could bank on each other. And Aisha and I uh, met at a beautiful wedding. Um, you could probably yes. tell a little bit more about it. Um, yeah. And she was the photographer for the wedding. You want to talk a little bit about that event? Yeah, it was really awesome. And that's the first time that we got to hang out after the wedding. Gorgeous wedding, uh, typical cat style, you know, gorgeous lighting, beautiful decor. 
um, totally timeless too in its own way. And then afterwards, oh, it was like the Royal Sonesta. Is that, I think I, it was right. at the it was at the no no no. It was at the it was the at- marquee. No, it wasn't the marquee. Um, I'm having a blackout, but I do remember. Anyway, we know in our heads where it was. <laughs> yeah, we were there. I think what we really remember the most was getting in the taxi cab and going out afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, after the drinks, so sure. We had some drinks after the wedding, and it was really awesome. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because at the time, um, I wasn't like, hadn't just begun, but I was still very early on. And so I was missing like the whole camaraderie and having like a team you know, that you get to work with. I've been working by myself and uh, on my past job, I was used to having a team and just kind of sucked always being on your own uh, in this type of business. And so after the wedding, it was really cool that we got to hang out and I just felt like, okay, this is awesome. You know, like there's, I like the social aspect of, um, of this after, after hours wedding. (laughs) Well, you know what we also started that night was our bathroom selfie series, which continued yes. on for years and years, and people banked on that. Yes, I, I don't know yeah, what a bathroom. Like I don't know what a bathroom selfie series bathroom. is about, but it sounds very exciting. A, it, a can, it can it can be. <laughs> yeah. So Aisha and I um, became very good friends. Cat Aisha and I, we were like a trio. We go on girl trips, celebrated my fortieth in LA. Aisha sat there while Kat and I tried to learn how to surf. Um, But you know, what's funny. It's always good to have photographers as your best friends. (laughs) They come in handy, don't they, Jack? (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, I guess that's one way to look at it when you're on the receiving end of of things of that nature. Um, Aisha, let me me ask you about your career before uh, you became world famous with an Australian superhero award. Uh, just when things were normal for you in Houston, you know, Samara speaks the world about your photography. Uh, wh- what was your niche market? How were you getting your clients? And then how does that parlay into what you are now doing in Italy? How, did you get there before COVID? Did you get there after the lockdown? What was the transition like? Um, well, I'm still staying in Houston, just FYI. I mean, I love Italy and we definitely work here. Summertime is the best time to come. So yeah, I started, um, kind of fell into the wedding industry. It's not an industry that I chose to be in, but I learned that it's a kind of sink or swim type of industry and I swum high (laughs) or I don't know how you say that. Um, And I have enjoyed it. I mean, I love it very much. Uh, I definitely want to keep being a part of it. But with Fede, we are, you know, I I think I want to be a part of it. I definitely love doing it still. But I also like always doing something different, something new and expanding my, my skill. And so with Fede, we decided to create a new brand, Gali Productions, and there's actually three of us. Uh, my friend Victor is joining on as well. And um, this will focus on commercial, fine art, printing, and just different things that are not wedding related. Since our my brand with the wedding industry is already strong, um, this is going to be just another branch in a sense. That's great. So you're branching out because no one knows what's going to happen with the industry. Um, One thing that uh, I know that Fede and Aisha excel at beautifully is their style shoots. You've always taken a event planner or a venue's style shoot and made it look like something that should be 
that's done by Hollywood and that should be on TV. And then you also, I love that you create these, um, these little video teasers for your brides and grooms to feature. You want to talk a little bit about that and how you started creating those teasers for before they get their, all their photos? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's interesting how I guess you point that out. And to me, it kind of just came naturally. It wasn't something that I was taught to do. And especially at the beginning, I don't think it was that popular. Definitely style shoots were not popular when I first started, but it just kind of made sense to me that the people that were involved in the wedding or in any event would need something marketable. And so my mind naturally goes into, you know, what's that shot that kind of speaks for those involved. And, um, and I think that has been a big hit in the community and has had an, an impact on how much recognition I get because people are very grateful within the industry. They're very grateful to see whatever their work was uh, be photographed and presented so well. And I think then it kind of, after a while, people started commenting how that is a form of kind of commercial photography and how that could be a strength for me. Mm -hmm. I could see how people could think your photo shoots, even your wedding photo shoots, like we could talk about Belize for Chelsea Miguel's wedding, how you take the scenery and the bride and groom and it's really truly art. Even if I didn't know the bride and groom, I think I would want that on my wall. Yeah. And what I love is that they're, my clients are real people. They're not experienced models. And I really love having that every single time everyone is different. And so I, I get to work with them in a different way and present them in a way that makes them look like pros and make the every work look beautiful. So, yeah. Jack, did you have any further questions on the photography jargon? And no, I was I was so enjoying the whole process here, and you know I have a photographer on my staff from Milan, and uh, who joined us two years ago. And one of the things I love about his portraits is, uh, or his his portfolio that he brought from Italy, is that every picture looks like the front cover of your website. You know, we, we get so we get so wrapped up in in the pictures from our hometowns and whatever cliche town we live in in the U.S. And then when you think about love and romance, you think about places like like Italy and people like France. And so I looked at his portfolio when he first came on board and every picture was a postcard that had a bride and groom in it. And when I look, Aisha, at your website, I just see that that Italian feel to it, that that everything looks like it just belongs on a magazine cover. It's really inspiring, and and your work is sensational. It's got a great feel to it. It's a very unique flavor, and and that's coming from a guy who is also a wedding photographer for more years than I wish to admit. But but it's so nice to see somebody's work that stands alone, uh, on its own feet, if you will, uh, with your own very 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 nice style. Really top notch. So, Jack, do you know what else belongs on the cover of a of a magazine? Is it's not any picture of you right now. No, not me. It, it's Fede and Aisha. The two of the they're like models within themselves. They are so drop dead gorgeous. Every photo Fede is, photographs Aisha for fun. Um, you should see their Instagram and their Facebook. It's unbelievable, and it's funny that you you brought up romance because I believe. 
we have something romantic that Fede wants wait, to do. Wait a minute. Are you about to tell me that because these nice two people have been locked in the same basic apartment, or as they call it in Italy, the same flat for the last 10 months in lockdown, that they are not just friends anymore? Is that what you're about to tell us? <laughs> Aisha, I, are you, I, is I there something? Say, I only wish that I had been stuck here for 10 months. Uh, yeah. We we actually did not see each other for seven months. Seven months, yeah. Oh my goodness. Hard. Yes, and it was. It was tough. It was emotionally really difficult for us, but. But you decided to jump on a plane um, anyway and go to the epicenter of a global pandemic. So oh, they're we're all getting get locked together this time, uh, next time. Oh, we would. Yeah, we will we'll happily get locked down together. <laughs> yeah. And and I believe Samara is trying to pull out of you that something special has happened over these last couple of months that we are going to make visual podcast uh, with its co-host Samara Hurley from Action East to Live, the international debut of some very important information that you have better tell your parents before this broadcast goes live. <laughs> and that information is... Well, on the 22nd... Or... <laughs> <laughs> whatever 23rd. 23rd of december our 2020. title officially changed to i don't care what language you say it is love is beautiful whether it's in english or italian or in espanol uh, uh congratulations to you both uh, this is the first time in the history of the Visual Podcast that somebody has announced their engagement online, uh, and, and, and it had to go 7,000 miles to get here. So congratulations to you both. And between the event producer on one side of this phone call from uh, Arizona and this wedding photographer in the nation's capital, I'm sure we can help if asked. <laughs> and I did save your listeners my squeal from earlier so that was really hard i had to contain the oh, summer squeal of i enjoyed your squeal though thank you thank you so I'm from a co to that wedding so from a co by the way everything samara said you are a beautiful couple and speaking from one wedding photographer to two other photographers you're the kind of couple that we discount for heavily to get into a, in front of a camera. So you're a beautiful couple. Uh, may your love last forever. Congratulations. And now you're going to find out what it's like to be on the other side of the camera for your own wedding ceremony. Well, actually, you know what's interesting, Jack, is you can relate to this. This will be a married couple that is working together. Do you have any insight for this lovely couple? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. My... Uh, <laughs> My wife and I worked together in the photographic industry for 30 years, and 20 years into it, we decided to get married. So uh, we celebrate our 11th anniversary, my wife Monica and I, on uh, Valentine's Day this year in February. So, oh. Yeah, so if you ever need any marriage counseling advice or just need to vent about what it's like to work with your spouse 24-7, just call. I'll be glad to talk to you about it. <laughs> It's they have a lot of patience, and it's, it's, um, and I'm working on it. <laughs> marital bliss—that's what it's all about. I love you. I love you, Monica. I love you even when you're not next to me and we're recording. So, uh, <laughs> so thanks for putting that one up in the air, Samara. I'll get you back for that another day. 
Um, so, so what happens now? What is the status of the vaccine in Italy? Where do you see your lives coming, uh, coming out of that world? Have you been able to do any work at all social or any corporate photography for either of you? So on the 27 in Italy, they start the vaccine, uh, they call the vaccine day. Yep. And uh, they start, uh, I think uh, they give the priority for people working in the hospital, which uh, have sense because they are the most uh, exposed to the, to the virus. And the reason of the vaccine, uh, I think everybody knows, is to avoid the, the spread of the, vir- the virus. So if you vaccine all the people that are strictly in contact with that of patient, it, that, that will be the first to, to priori- prioritize. And, and slowly, yeah, we're going to transition to the all the other worker and uh, ages. And a lot of people in Italy are very happy that uh, this uh, ideally will be the transition to come back to, to normal. So, now, Aisha, I, I, I just want to say, I'm, I'm going to just change the subject really quickly because I fell in love with my wife because of her beautiful Peruvian accent. And I'm falling in love with your fiancé right now from his beautiful Italian accent. Oh. So I, I completely understand why why you have fallen in love. Uh, it, it lets you uh, feel like you're making love in a foreign country every day. So good for you guys. Congratulations on that. And Thank now, you. as I as I parlay back to business, because I kind of got off on a tangent there. So I think it's fabulous that the, the vaccine has come to your country. We all are looking forward to getting back to whatever normal is like. Have you been able to do any uh, corporate photography or has anything been able to allow to, 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 uh, for you to be able to click a camera at during, during all of this, Fetty? Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned before, the wedding, wedding season were, were, was completely canceled. So I was very lucky to have uh, two very big, uh, actually three, two very big uh, gigs that uh, were basically created the whole uh, catalog online and uh, uh, on paper for big uh, Italian brand in uh, clothes and uh, light design. And that, you know, give me the, the ability to keep eating because the government only give us like, I think was 600 euro a month that are not really what you earn uh, usually. So I have also an investment uh, that was uh, already halfway which was to open the company in the US. So it was kind of very, very tough, but uh, yeah. So basically if you work in a private uh, location by yourself or with just two people uh, and you are shooting clothes or object to make catalog and stuff like that, you were able to keep uh, working. And just recent, like September, October, some bigger production were allowed, uh, and uh, but it was required the COVID test, the very annoying nose one, uh, the day before the, the shooting. And so everybody get test, then you shoot and the day next, everybody get test again. So that kind of things were introduced to don't, you know, get some, some company were like, we are suffocating. We, we're going to bankrupt if they don't allow to keep working. No, I think we're all in the same position as far as photographers, because I'm sure you're dealing with the same things that we're dealing with here. If you're a wedding photographer and you're able to shoot a wedding, not all the wedding album companies are available and not all the labs are available to help you with printing and for processing. So, yeah. you know, I can only imagine how much even tighter that is uh, in Milan. So, Aisha, how do you balance 
your bookings that are coming in from Houston while you're abroad? Do you are you keeping a time schedule? Or are you are you just kind of going as the jobs come? Um, yeah, I mean, 2020 was not uh, <laughs> a, the kind of year you plan for, I guess, and now it's just kind of going with the flow. Um, and for balancing the two the two countries, um, luckily. Italy just happens to be very busy during the summer. And in Houston, that is the down season uh, for weddings. So it actually is perfect. But 2020 has been so tough that normally I would turn down weddings for the summer to make sure that I stay here for the whole summer. But now I'm for sure going to be going back and forth because whatever opportunities have came for 2021 i've accepted well i definitely know that the summertime is the time to be there i was in uh, i was in rome three years ago during uh in june and and i it, it was such a magical experience the weather was perfect and there was such love in the air i you know i i as a photographer who travels around the world for for destination weddings, I always get to places like like Italy, and I'm like, God, if I could just hang out here for a couple of years, how how nice it would be just to work in that environment. So yeah, uh, very envious. I mean, it's so gorgeous here. Like I I think the challenges of shooting in Houston is completely different. I mean, you go summertime in Italy, and you can shoot blindly and take amazing, gorgeous photos. And in Houston, um, particularly around the same time, you know, you're very limited. You can't go outdoors for more than 10 minutes or else you melt. And then, uh, you know, the scenery is just not anywhere close. (laughs) So I've always said that, you know, if uh, the perfect married couple is where one person likes dark meat on the chicken and the other one likes light meat. And then I guess in a wedding photography business, if you've got a place like Houston to go for the winter and a place like Italy to go for the summer, it's like the perfect marriage. Yeah. yeah. It really has been for them. They've been going back and forth for years now. It's great. Has the has the virtual world caught up to you guys? I mean, I understand that there's nothing, you know, for the, for the sake of argument, there's really nothing event-wise going on in Italy. Uh, is, is there any a- outlook for the virtual world maybe to help jumpstart that in the months to come? Uh, sorry? You know how, like, um, I don't think so, but... Let's see, maybe you can expand how in uh, in America. Yeah, in, in the U.S., we're using we're using Zoom to connect people. A whole lot, very very small, and, uh, intimate weddings, having, like small events that way, um, at, at presentations, hybrid, uh, small yes. concerts, even live concerts through Zoom. Um, has that been any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there is so many app that uh, came up that I cannot. Stay up to date. Yeah, I can't. Every time my clients say, "Oh, I have this app. Just use this," and no, the next one is another app. And I'm like, "Can we stay with just one app?" (laughs) Yeah, I really like Zoom as a lot of option, but other are just like you know a new trend and too many apps. But yes, everything's moved in the virtual uh, side. And as you mentioned, some some musician they did the concert where you can watch the concert uh, at your home with Alexa, connect the lighting and uh, see the reaction with your friends. And yeah, that kind of things uh, I think uh, was like a worldwide uh, a trend The we call smart working. I don't know if you do also smart working in the U.S. What do we call it in the U.S.? Say again? Hybrid. 
hybrid events. When you work from home, but connect with the video. Yeah, so we're doing a lot of events. Remote. Yeah, 10 10 or 20 people, you know, live, you know, whether it's in somebody's living room or at a small venue. And then we're broadcasting by Zoom or by any other uh, digital media to, you know, 10 more guests or 200 more guests. And we try to create the whole wedding experience in the virtual world and, and bring people together that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think for some company, it's like they realize that uh, for an employee to drive one hour to go and drive another hour to come back uh, was a waste of gas and pollution and time and stress because of traffic. And for some people, they get less stress and they get more productive. And for some company, it was kind of a good, a good things to to work from home for a lot of employee. I'm not saying that uh, was good to have uh, you know COVID in that situation, but I'm trying to see how somehow things can get uh, optimized. And before we don't we, we don't even think about trying to do that that route. So, well, I think that all of us, whether you're in the U.S., whether you're in Italy, I think. 2020 is going to be something that we would like to all put behind us and none of us saw what was going to there was no way to know this was going to happen we are all dealing with situations that clearly nobody was prepared for and i think we have to all pull our resources together as things begin to normalize whether that's in one month or in one year uh, I, for one, will personally volunteer to come to Italy whenever you need me uh, oh, yeah. during the summer to help you with weddings when you have too many to handle. I will even go to Houston during the winter to help you with weddings when you have more than you can handle. That's my cheap way, my shameless plug that I would love to be traveling more for weddings right now. <laughs> yeah. um, Good, Jack. That was real smooth. Well, you know, uh, a man of my stature, you know, every so often we just have to humbly say, hey, something new is fun. Uh, I think it's great what you guys are doing. I think your attitude is is as good as can be expected for the situations and the cards that you've been dealt. Samara, um, you obviously have a deep relationship with with one and both of the uh, of the lovely couple online with us right now. Let's um, t- tell tell me how you see Actionista Live tying into uh, whether it's local or whether it's companies abroad to bring your message to the Actionista Live platform. Well, that's that's a great question, Jack. And um, the first the first step to this will be for Actionista Live and Visual Wow podcast to take a trip to Italy, which is on the top of my bucket list. And Aisha and I, along with Kat, we do an annual girls trip, which was postponed from last year due to COVID. Um, Since I did migrate back to the United States of America from Canada, uh, we thought we would be going on multiple girls trips and none of those have happened. So there's a lot of makeup time that has to happen i think aisha you could agree with if that. you're inviting me to the girls trip i'm totally on board with that <laughs> you'll be our photographer i would be yeah. happy to be the photographer for the girls trip thank you so much for the invitation um that sounds like so much trouble i don't even know where to start well it is trouble um in fact um we can get in a great deal of trouble but we will not tell those stories on this podcast because it's not that kind of podcast um but you know the thing with action is alive and what i love about this 
this, um, I should say, reinvention during COVID for me as an event planner, um, it's still going to include events. I'll still be doing live events, virtual events, hybrid events. However, I'm a people person. I'm a relationship builder. That's who I do. I like to say I collect people. Don't I, Aisha? Do I collect people? You totally do. I totally do. And we all enjoy being collected. (laughs) Aisha invented the hashtag. What's the hashtag? Which one? Oh, uh, Samara's in town? No. Yes. yes. Is it? Every time I would go from Canada to Houston, we would hashtag Samara's in... Oh, I didn't start it. You did. Um, Samara's back in town or Samara's in town. Samara's in town. So if you check out hashtag Samara's in town... Samara has not been in town for so long that I've forgotten the hashtag. So we need to revive it. Yeah, we do need to revive it. So, yeah, but you came to me in Vancouver last. So that's... that's, And Belize. Hey, we met met in Belize for a wedding. And so that actually brings me to Actionist Alive is about relationship building and maintaining those relationships and being authentic and real and going out after the event with your creative partners and people you're collaborating with. Because for those of you who get to do that and get to know the people that you're working with day in and day out on site, um, those are the people that become could become your best friends. And in our case, it led to me me uh, referring her to do my niece's, niece's wedding in Belize, which Fede and Aisha and my husband and I, we got a room that we got to share. Oh, we won't <laughs> get Jack into that. Um, but it was a great trip and good photos and and hopefully we'll be able and of course you 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 photograph some of my events as well um so the point is that we all need to be collaborators not competition you know event planners should be working with event planners photographers should be working with photographers and so on and that's the best part of action used to lie that's the best part of covid that's what covid did it it kept people from being competitors. It forced people to come together. And so I look forward to doing that with you in Italy soon. <laughs> yes. So tell me, you guys. As it opens up. <laughs> Uh, I think Samara is really dying to see you guys in in a more touchy-feely way than Zoom is allowing. Uh, To the listening audience, if you could see the the purring face that I'm looking at on Zoom right now, you would understand the love that these two ladies have for each other. Uh, Fetty, to you and Aisha, how about the best way for people to get a hold of you, uh, your social channels or your websites? What's the best way for people to find you? Well, for me, it's Amaba Aisha, A-M-A... B-Y-A-I-S-H-A. And as we mentioned, ama is another tense of the word amor, love in Spanish. Very, very nice. And uh, Fede, how's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, mine is impossible to spell uh, Federico Alessandro Galli. But we are going to be launching Galli Productions. Is that yep. the Galli Productions? Um is that the final that answer on that? <laughs> All right. Well, while you guys while you guys work out the uh, the name of your new studio, which I understand is coming in 2021. Uh, that is that is wonderful. We will have all these social links and the correct spelling to Fetty's name oh, thank uh, you. in the show notes, in the show uh, notes. so you can see the works, uh, the incredible work that both of these uh, incredible artists are doing. Uh, to learn more about Action East Alive, please go to visualwild.com slash Action East Alive. Uh, it is uh, really a very cool up-and-coming niche marketing product. 
for the U.S. and abroad for your niche marketing needs. Uh, as for me, Jack Hartsman, the host of the Visual Out Podcast, I have absolutely enjoyed being online with Italy tonight on one side of the world. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona on the other side of the world. Samara, once again, thank you for bringing some really cool guests to the show. Well, you're welcome, Jack. And uh, Fetty, to you and to Aisha, have a wonderful night. I know it's almost midnight there. Thank you for chiming in and staying up late with us. Um, please make sure you tell your family about the big announcement before we air this live next week. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. And I really hope that we get to uh, break bread and share some wine together on any part of the world, be it in Italy, Houston, the nation's capital, or even in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, to the visual listening audience, this was something unique. We got to hear about an engagement before the rest of the world heard about it. We got to find out about Aisha's uh, Australian Photographic World uh, Award before the rest of the world knew about it. This Mazel is like <laughs> this is like the the happening place to find out information uh, where you don't get to find about it anywhere else. Um, thank you again for tuning in. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host. Thanks so much, Samara. I love you, girl. To the two of you, have a wonderful night. Good night, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.